Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. We're coming up on the last 90 days of 2021. How crazy is that? And you know what's so cool? In 90 days, like 90 days of focus could set you apart for year or years to come. That's why Sandy and I created the 90 Day Habits Journal, which we've talked about on the podcast before. But specifically for all our network marketing friends and listeners, not only do we have a 90 Day Habits Journal to help you track and grow daily income producing activities, we now have a 90 Day Planner to help you map out your quarter, map out the last 90 days of the year, check in on weekly business plans, monthly overviews, setting goals, visualizing, and really putting forth a game plan. So the 90 Day Habits Planner, and we just launched a special edition spiral bound hardcover 90 Day Habits Journal as well. You can get the bundle on sale right now for $49.99. Best ROI in the game, right? For $50, you can grow your business daily. I promise you, if you lean into these tools and resources, where you can be 90 days from now will be extraordinary. Check it out at 90dayhabits.co. That's .co. And use code GETTINGMAGNETIC15 for 15% off. What is up, Getting Magnetic family? It is your co-host Wade here today, and I'm so pumped for today's guest. We actually met today's guest through our network, through our community, and that's something we're going to emphasize and talk about today, but our friend Alessia introduced us to none other than Harley Jordan, and we're, it was one of those like, oh my gosh, we got to get to know that girl, and we got to add her to our community and our network, and we got to share her with Getting Magnetic because she just has so many amazing things to offer. She was magnetic herself. And I wanted to do a quick intro on her and I'll let her say hello. But Harley Jordan's a Southern California-based social media strategist who kickstarted her business after the COVID layoffs. And over 8 million views later, Harley has built a community of 30,000 followers and has launched multiple guides and courses to help you do the same, no matter what your industry. Super important for anyone you know, who shows up online, building an online business, building a network marketing business, e-commerce business, whatever that is. But she has a strong focus on building a lucrative personal brand that actually feels like you. And she's helped over 150 individuals establish a sustainable strategy that works for you to bring in your ideal community. So without further ado, I wanted to welcome Harley Jordan on to Getting Magnetic. Harley, say what's up. Hello, Wade. I am so excited to be here because... Yes, we were introduced um, by Alessia, and the second that, number one, she raves about you guys, so I was like, hmm, I got to check these people out, Um, (laughs) but listening to your uh, podcast and how you present yourselves on social media, um, it is just that, it's magnetic, and I think that's so crazy how small the social media world is and how you can connect with all sorts of people um, that, that share that same view same outlook. So cool. I just said seriously. And, and my computer thought I said Siri. I'm like, no, no, Siri, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the reason 
I feel like the reason I'm magnetic in any way, shape, or form is because of my wife Sandy and we everything <laughs> we do like almost everything together. And she, we're getting so close to welcoming our baby into the world coming in November, serving up. And she was having like a, a pregnancy stressful day. And she's like, oh my gosh, I really want to connect with Harley. But like she couldn't make it. And so you guys will have to connect offline thereafter. But today it's me and you, Harley. So I'd love for the audience to get to know you better because I have a good sense for your story, but I'd love to hear it firsthand and I'd love for them to hear it too. So tell us a little more about you and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, of course. So I feel like my, I'll try to make this uh, not so long winded because <laughs> I've had a couple different things that I've, that I've jumped into throughout the last couple of years. So I actually went to school for exercise science. I thought I was going to work in a lab my whole life. Um, I have this huge science brain, like process makes sense to me. And once I got out of college, I ended up in like a business operations uh, position. Um, and I was like, okay, you know what? We'll put grad school on hold. We'll wait for it. Um, I'll learn the ropes of business. Everyone um, that I had interned for had said, you need to learn business. You need to dip your toes into the business world because no matter where you are, it's going to matter. So I was like, okay, whatever. Like I'll bide my time. I have this gap year before I apply to grad schools. And you know what? It just stuck because those soft skills really matter. And even though my actual background was in making the body more efficient, um, making a business more efficient felt the same. So I established this passion for, you know, being in the business world and less so that that specific science stuff. And I rotated through a couple different industries um, and had recently jumped into the travel industry. I was actually working at a river cruise line um, when COVID hit. And wow. I, yeah, what strange jump from like <laughs> exercise river science cruise, lab like to rapids. Like what are we um, talking there? We're talking like European 65 mm. plus sail in a luxury uh, wine uh, cruise life. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. I, I look yeah. forward to that one day, like cruising down the Venice canals, like just love Oh, life. me too. Bordeaux. Absolutely. Bring it on. Heck yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so that was right before COVID hit. It was. And when COVID hit, obviously, we're not flying to Europe anymore. All travel is mm -hmm. shut down. So the whole operation was shut down. My entire uh, department was cut. And I was let go. Last to, be, last to be hired, first to be fired. And at that point, I was I had been in a couple positions where I felt like I wasn't all that competent. I had um, a couple managers that kept putting me down. And every time I tried to jump into like making these true business decisions, they would be like, mm -mm, Harley, like you're too young. You, you don't know enough. Uh, you don't have the background, maybe later. And that hit me hard. So having this opportunity where I you know, I had to figure something out and I wasn't, you know, I had nothing solidified with COVID. I couldn't get a, I couldn't even get an entry level job at that point. No mm -hmm. one would take me because I had too much experience for an entry level job. Um, mm -hmm. I decided to make my own thing. 
I was like, you know what? Let's jump into Instagram. Let's build some kind of personal brand so that I can eventually monetize. And I'm sure you feel the same way. If you're going to jump into anything, you have to do it with both feet. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going in full force. I'm going to say when I monetize, not if I monetize. So yeah, jumped into that and just kind of took in and absorbed every bit of information. Um, And the rest is history. Yeah. Fast forward. Now we have this following and I'm, I'm coaching others to do the same. Seriously. So cool. And I can relate to that a lot, like kind of going into the business world, cutting our teeth there and really also getting met with like having big dreams and aspirations and wanting to grow and thrive and succeed, but being met with management, supervisors, Mm -hmm. whatever bosses, like, uh, slow your roll here. No, like you're, you're not there yet. You're young. You haven't earned your stripes. Like just sit down in the corner and just keep doing your work at your desk. And I'm like, wait, what? And I, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I specifically remember one day, like, you know, I, we would go to meetings. I was in the finance world. I would have to wear suits and, you know, bankers in the finance world, they wear just the most boring suits and I'm generalizing, <laughs> but it's, they're like boxy Jose bank, like never, never been tailored for anything. And I'll roll <laughs> in with like the blue or the light gray, like tailored suit, like really custom <laughs> You're like fit. trying to let your ankles out, trying to get style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might've been ankles out and like kind of trendy. And I would roll into these meetings and, and I remember my boss told me, so he's like, Hey, next meeting can you just fit in? Like, can you just go get a a black or Navy suit that doesn't fit you and just a white shirt and just fit in? And I was like, whoa. And that was like a game changer for me. Like that wake up moment, like yours was COVID. Mine was that to be like, I don't think I can go any longer with people saying like, Hey, go sit down, fit in, like do your job, whatever. Like I got to go create my own ladder. I've been climbing this other ladder. I got to create my own. But you for say you, that, you say go fit in. And I'm like, ah, I feel yeah. claustrophobic. You know, I think that's like my worst fear. Someone telling me go fit in. No, mm-hmm. I want to be the visionary. I want to, I want to make new and like innovate. I love, and I love what you said. Like it, when you decide like, okay, I'm going to go this route. Like I'm going to explore Instagram. I'm going to explore building a brand, but I got to jump in with two feet. I can't dabble. I got to go all mm-hmm. in. Like what? What did that transition look like for you? Were you nervous? Did you feel imposter syndrome? Were you scared? Like, what was that pull towards like, maybe this could be a fit for me? Walk me through that. Yeah, there was a lot of worry about what others would think. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. a lot of your listeners have this with their network marketing business or any business venture in general. Like, what is my neighbor going to think? What Mm -hmm. is that person from high school that I haven't talked to in 10 years? What are they going to think about me trying to do this thing? And realistically, the only people that care are the people that are behind you, you know, that haven't done Mm -hmm. it. So there was definitely a struggle internally of, you know, how do I, how do I push past this? How do I just not care what people think and do. And I think that started to evolve. This is a great segue. I'm like getting excited because I I found my segue for you. Um, Because once you start building a community, you start attracting your crowd. You start attracting Mm -hmm. the person that's exactly like you, that really resonates with your way of thinking, with your perspective, with your mentality. And 
I don't want to talk to those people from high school anymore. If you're going to bring me down, you can, you can buzz off. I don't want to hang out. Like we don't relate anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. But having this crowd of people that you're on the same wavelength with, that's, that's such a game changer. And you can just start to run with that because that like, it's a better place. That's seriously so huge. I I love what you said. It's like the, the people criticizing you or trying to pull you down are the people who haven't been where you are going Mm -hmm. yet. And they like want to pull you back to like, no, stay the Harley or stay the Wade that I know, like, don't grow. You're going to make me feel bad about my lack of growth. Mm -hmm. It's not like that successful entrepreneur, that successful person in your life that you know, that has set out and done what, what you're looking to do or want to do. They aren't like, wait, Harley, what? You're going to go start a business. You're going to become an influencer on Instagram. Like, why would you ever do that? Like, that's Mm -hmm. so dumb. Like those successful people don't bring you down. They root you on. Yeah. And it's so silly because I feel like everyone and their mother, if you said, do you want to start a business? Do you want to make money for doing what you are most passionate about? Every, everyone's going to say yes. Who, who's saying no to that? But the path is hard. So yep. why is there any judgment in the first place? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I actually, I love, I heard you say it. I forget if it was on the Corporate Dropout podcast, but whatever. And it was like, when you started this, and even now these days, it's like, when someone, the typical small talk, you meet someone out, you meet people, you meet people at a bar and like, oh, what do you do? And you like <laughs> said, you're like, I cringed when I said, oh, I'm an influencer. And sometimes it's hard, whether you're building a, a brand on Instagram, you're an, an Instagram influencer, you're a network marketing professional. Like mm-hmm. I actually had this conversation with our team the other day, but it was around like when people ask, what do you do? What do you say? Because guess what? The people who know where they're going and are so convicted and confident in what they do and love it are the people who attract those successful people, those world changers into their life, their tribe into their life. When you're like, oh, you know, uh, I actually do this. I have this safe job. Um, and I also have this side little thing, you know, it's a health and wellness business. I have this network marketing business. <laughs> like, no one's going to follow that, right? This side little thing. The people that are like, oh, I actually help people change their lives through this amazing vehicle I have. Like, let's say you're talking to a corporate exec, corporate execs change their life through changing a lot of other people's lives and really find passion and purpose in a business that they're building for themselves. Like whatever it is to relate to people or for you, when did that switch for you? Or are you still growing through like, how do I confidently talk about what I do? I almost, you're making me feel like I actually need an elevator pitch for myself (laughs) when I talk to other human beings as like, you know, COVID starts to ease up. Maybe I do mm-hmm. need to know what to say. Right now, I don't talk to people enough outside of yeah, like, right. Instagram. Um, but I was even talking to my cousin recently, and he is like so far from social media. I, I doubt he even has a Facebook, Instagram, anything. And he asked me what I do. And I was like, okay, I'm a, I'm a social media consultant. And even with that, which is the stronger title of than mm-hmm. influencer, because mm-hmm. people just don't know what that really means in you know, your day-to-day activities. Um, he was like, what, it, what, <laughs> what yeah. does that mean? So there's just so much curiosity around these new industries that you do have to explain it. You do have to give a little bit more and people are really uncomfortable with diving into the real conversation of, let me ask those questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm an open book. I would, I would love to tell you what I do, how you can do it too. Like, let's open up that door. And 
it, there just needs to be more transparency around um, both industries, around all of yes. the, all of entrepreneurship. Seriously, just be bold and convicted in what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to stop saying seriously because my computer keeps thinking and talking <laughs> to Siri. But anyways, so I, I want to yeah segue like you were talking about, about building community and especially in the world today, a lot of that's building community online and we can develop super close bonds and relationships with people online and you feel like your best friends are like, wait, have we even met before? And you feel like you know <laughs> the person. But in, in building the community that you've built, were you just good at Instagram? Were you good right away? Were you confident about putting your face on Instagram? Or was that like a learning process? I'm an oversharer. So the small talk thing, I'm not good at to a Mm -hmm. fault. Um, So any kind of caption writing, long writing, like I love that. I'm like, it's a blog. I can do this. Mm -hmm. Um, And connecting with people when you're talking about something more serious like that, like that, that stuff is easy. Um, I did have a little bit of the imposter syndrome with putting my face online on my story, which I think a lot of people do really struggle Mm -hmm. with talking to their story. Um, And again, that just comes down to the judgment. So, I mean, once you start connecting, I mean, I I almost say like block, block the people that you don't want following you. Don't worry about it. Start fresh Mm -hmm. and, and start connecting and, and really reaching the people that you want to. I love it. So you've built like this beautiful community online and you've done so in, in a short amount of time. So for those out there that are building a brand online or have an e-commerce business or anything where they, they are showing up online, what tips would you give people who are looking to build and grow a community online? Because I think a following is one thing mm-hmm. and a community is another. And in businesses, like having customers or people that know about you is one thing, but having mm-hmm. raving fans or a community is a, is a whole nother. So how, what, what tips would you give me? Would you give people on building a community online? Yeah. So my first tip, number one right now is lean into video reels, mm. TikTok, whatever your method or your platform is, do it, do it frequently. Um, and then really start to um, experiment with your content. Um, try out a bunch of different things. I started out and I was like, I'm going to be a, a wellness and travel and sustainability blogger. Yep, that's it. Mm. And I so did not understand the fact that I needed to talk about one topic and mm-hmm. like really clarify my message because no one's going to come to someone that is everything. That means mm-hmm. that you're not pro at one thing. That means that you're just trying to dip your toes in everything. So mm-hmm. find that one thing that's teachable, that's shareable, that's saveable for a new group of audience and, and run with it. Um, so that took some experimentation. But once you find it, then you can start really honing in on that brand message, what you really want to say to an audience and how you want to serve them. And I think that serving an audience thing is really what is key. If you're not serving an audience, if you're not serving them consistently, whether that's with knowledge, with relatability, with something that's focused on them rather than content that's continuously about you, why would they stick around? People want to be your friend, you know? So if I'm going to go to my story, even if I don't have a true question for you, even if my decision is made about something, I'm probably going to ask you, okay, guys, do you like this or this? I need your opinion. I had a weird story happen. Am I right? Mm. Is my husband right? What's (laughs) weigh in? Engaging them, making them feel like their opinions matter. Matter. 
Yeah. And they do. They do. That's mm-hmm. how you build that community. That's how you bring people in and get them invested into who you are and what you have to share. Yes. So we're experimenting with our content. Now we're, we're establishing a brand message. Um, and then you just keep on listening to what your community is saying. Your insights say a lot. Every like, every save, every share, every view really speaks volumes about what your community wants from you. And in my experience, what your community wants from you and what you want to share might be slightly different. So mm-hmm. listening to that and hearing what they think is your strong suit is so pivotal. So true. I, Sandy and I realize like anytime we share like a picture of us, like a couple picture, a lovey picture of relationship, like that shows a strong loving relationship that like blows up that gets like the most likes and comments and shares and everything so we're like huh okay and then if i'm sharing like some tip (laughs) on health and wellness or something like that's decent but the love the relationship so i'm like okay you're so right the the clues are in this the insights right Mm -hmm. like what are people liking sharing commenting on and i love what you said too really about adding value like when i think about instagram and showing up it's not like just going on to hear yourself talk. It's like, what Mm -hmm. is the person watching getting out of this? Like, are you entertaining them? Are you educating them? Are you providing them some value to their life where they're going to want to come back? And like when they think of your page, which is basically like a movie of your life, like what do they go to it for? What do they think? Are you fun? Is it funny? Is it entertaining? Mm -hmm. Is it is it educational? Is it educational in what niche? I love what you said too. The riches are in the niches. If you're known for like jack <laughs> of all trades, before. everything. Yeah. The riches are in the niches. Like if you're a jack of all trades, someone's gonna be like, they aren't going to know what to go to you for. But if you are. Right. You're not going to go to a Mexican restaurant for spaghetti, even if it's on yeah. the menu. Never. And like, what if you're a dog walker and you're like, no, I am a golden retriever walker for corporate people who work nine to fives. And it's all of a sudden like, oh my, you like, you identified me. your customer. I, and you, like, I, yeah, speak. I know that yeah. person. They're, they're talking to me. That's when, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, for people who work nine to five and have golden retrievers, I'm your person. Like then you are the person to go to mm-hmm. for that. If you're like, I'll walk any dog, anytime, doesn't matter that like anything, like you're kind of like, no one knows who to, what to go to you for. Um, so I love that too. The niches are in the riches are in the niches. So for for people who are nervous to show up online, let's circle back to that, like to show their face or feel mm-hmm. like they don't have value to share. Like, how would you empower that person to be like you, you know, what you have to say matters or like you have something inside to share with the world? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of imposter syndrome nowadays just because Instagram is a highlight reel and we see all of these people with this like big educational content and it's really easy to feel like your your information your knowledge isn't at the you know you're not that tip-top expert so number one you don't need to show up as lecturer mentor you don't have to be that you don't have to present a college level presentation on your Instagram every day. You can be BFF, you can be spirit guide um, and help them along the way and provide that relatable, entertaining content around a specific topic um, that is still so very helpful. Um, And if you are providing that educational content, really just keeping in mind that you don't need to be like, you really don't need to be that professor. You just need to be one step ahead of the people that you are teaching. 
So just just focus on that. Know that avatar. Know that person that you're selling to. Right back to your golden retriever example. Getting specific about that and saying, okay, well, I'm I'm one step ahead right here. So I know that I can talk to this person, but maybe not that person that's one step ahead of me. And just know that that's okay. That totally reminds me of the movie Catch Me If You Can. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> it's based on a true story. It's actually really good for anyone's net- Netflix and chill night. But it he is kind of like a con artist, but he's charming and endearing. So you kind of root for him. And at one point, he's in class as a high school student. And he rolls in late and there's no teacher there. And whoever was there was like, oh, great, you're here. And the principal or whoever's like, take over. And they thought he was a substitute teacher, but he was actually a student late to class. And he just goes up and gets the idea, I'm going to pretend like I'm the substitute teacher. And he just goes and starts lecturing. And he just like... And he, he goes on his whole his life book. pretending yes. to be... Didn't he become a pilot or something? A pilot, that? yeah. It, just one step. And all like the, the teacher example, like he was just one chapter ahead of the whole class. So he could teach mm-hmm. the class. So don't... Yeah. Like Harley said, don't feel like you have to know everything. Like take imperfect action. If you've ever done a health program, well, guess what? Like, uh, you know more than 90% of people in America about mm-hmm. health. Like, you can step them through it. So it's like you do have value to add. And it's really just about knowing that, acknowledging that first, and then going out and putting it out there. And like Harley said in the beginning, your people will watch and will follow, and the wrong people won't. And th- and that's what you're trying to build, that, like, that community of, of your people. So question for you. For those that show up online building a business and let's say they have a goal, I want to get to the coveted 10,000 follower mark. Mm -hmm. What are like tangible tips to do on Instagram, tangible tips on Instagram to take to move closer towards that goal? Okay. So first and foremost, we're going to niche down. We're going to figure out that topic that we really want to talk about consistently and frequently. And I emphasize consistently and frequently. Because at this point, you if, if you put out content and it hits gold, if it goes viral, that's the thing that you're going to have to talk about all the time. So we're putting out this consistent video content. And I want you to think to yourself every single day, every single time that you're making this content, putting out this content, am I creating for me or for my audience? Because that is really important. We're bringing back this serving your audience thing. Because if you are just talking about, so today I went to the movies and this was really great, blah, blah, blah. Great. Great for your friends. But yeah, people don't care. It's a lot of me, me, me type of content. And you know that friend that doesn't know how to listen and they just want to talk about themselves? That's what that feels like. So once you make that switch and start to think about that consistently, it's it's only it's only a matter of time before your people start to find you. Um, and then my other bit of tangible advice is to really start engaging with people online as you wish to be engaged. I'm gonna mess this up. <laughs> Give the engagement you wish to receive. There we go. Yes, Got it. Perfect. Um, give the engagement you wish to receive. Um, if you are not interacting conscientiously online, if every comment you make on another person's content is so pretty, hard eyes, whatever, something very peripheral, that doesn't make me 
want to go and be your friend. That doesn't make me want to go look at your account. That doesn't make me want to engage back. We want to put out that interaction that is community building, that makes people feel like you are their friend. Because even now, I was talking to my husband about this. Someone someone messaged me over the weekend. They responded to my story. And I was like, you know what? It's really weird because I've never talked to this person in my life. But because they wa- they're watching my story, I know that they feel like they know me. Mm-hmm. They're only responding because they feel like... I am a part of their lives. So when I respond, I have to act like we are BFFs. Mm-hmm. I can't respond and be like, oh, yeah, like like it. No, I have yeah. to go in and ask the question and continue to interact like we are having a conversation. And that's kind of a weird shift to have. But mm-hmm. friendly, friendly makes the world go round. I love it. So niche down, know your audience, know who you're serving, know why you're serving them. And then two, yeah, engage with as if you would want to be engaged with. And mm-hmm. I think that's huge too. I, I need to take a lesson there because a lot of times I will like, or I will hard eyes or I will whatever, but it's really like if someone takes the time to write something or engage with you, mm-hmm. like reciprocate that. And that's how you build the community and, and mm-hmm. the raving fans or whatever it is. That is so huge. Now, Tell me a little more about what should I be utilizing? Like Instagram's new stuff, like the reels and all the stuff. Like what are the ways to get seen more if I'm trying to build, you know, the brand and the community online? Yes, your reels are going to be your first priority. Um, and that's not to say that static posts are no more, but mm-hmm. your video content is just more magnetizing. If I am standing still as a boy. If I'm taking a photo, smiling, I'm not going to be attracted to that necessarily. You know, like it's a great mm-hmm. photo. I'll look at it. I'll maybe comment like whatever. But if I see a video of someone talking, someone doing something, now I get that body language. I get that little extra oomph about who they are, their humor, any kind of uh, information they're putting out. And I want to, you know, binge their stuff. I want to know more about them. I know in that instant, if we are homies or not, you know, if we will be on the same wavelength, um, just by seeing that little extra movement. So reels do just that. It's attraction marketing. Um, Putting yourself out on video is going to be the most important thing that you can do right now. Again, whether it's reels or TikTok doesn't matter, but putting out that content Instagram is really trying to keep up with TikTok right now. And yeah. Reels are so your best bet for, for the highest reach. That's funny you say that. That's really how we connected because my Sandy challenged me. She first did a 30 days of Reels. She was in this group and she's like, all right, I'm going to do a Reel Oof. every day for 30 days. And she did it. And then she's like, I'm going to do it again. And will you do it with me? And I'm like, what? That seems like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I did it with her. And it was amazing. And it, what you realize is when I first started, I'm like, reels are hard. They take a lot of time. They take right. editing. They're time consuming. And what I realized is reels are what I make of it. Like totally. I could make a viral, viral reel in less than five minutes. It's really, mm-hmm. if it's, and you never know what's truly going to hit. Like, but it's really just about being consistent, about putting your value add out there. Look, mm-hmm. viewing your insights, what's working, what isn't, what are people liking, what are people attracted to, 
Is it the entertaining? Is it the funny? Is it the relationship? Is it right? What do they like from you? Yeah. What, what is it? And then just drilling down into that and reframing the belief and just telling yourself the story that reels are fun and reels are Mm -hmm. easy and reels grow my community and all these things. Mm -hmm. And so they're hard when you make them hard. And the first few times it will be a learning curve like anything in life. But then you start to realize like, these are kind of fun. Now I'm like dressing up as pregnant Sandy with a basketball (laughs) under a dress with a wig on and like, my friends probably think I'm crazy, but people Whatever. love it. It's hysterical. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, is this my niche? I don't know if I want to wear Maybe. dresses as my niche, but that could be it. <laughs> <laughs> Dressing up as my pregnant wife is my niche. <laughs> yep, yep. But I'm saying, you know, in talking through this, I'm starting to realize, yeah, we're, we're about to have a baby. I think funny, family, relationship type stuff, relatable stuff like that, that could be a, a niche for me. I don't know how to right. monetize you, that. You but. already know they love the the family stuff. So yep. leaning into that is just such a cool opportunity, especially when that phase of your life is so fleeting. You're only going to have a newborn for so long. She's only going to be mm-hmm. pregnant for so long. Um, so mm-hmm. leaning into that kind of humor is is so fun. I just did that with all of my wedding stuff. And it's been so cool to share all of that with my community. Yes, I was literally like right after the intro, I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot to acknowledge that she just got married and got back <laughs> from her honeymoon. Congratulations. So Thank you. That is so cool. Such a special time of life. I'm sure you're just feeling high on life. (laughs) Definitely. The pictures looked amazing. All right. I want to wrap up with, let's go with, what's something you're super grateful for in life right now? I'm so grateful that I can be doing what I want from home right now. Mm. I... I thank my lucky stars every single day that that is an opportunity and that I never have to go back to a corporate job where Mm. random managers are going to put me down for being me. I love that. Oh my gosh. When you find that purpose and passion Mm -hmm. and especially at a young age, like it is just absolute magic. And the way to keep it going is to be grateful for it and express that daily and feel it and live it. So, oh my gosh, that's amazing. What about what are you most excited for in life right now? Oh, I, any, anytime I get asked about like a life question, I'm like, I don't (laughs) even know. Life has changed so much in the last year. I can't even comprehend (laughs) what it'll look like in another year. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to, this is so silly. I'm excited to put the process in my business into place so that I can start helping more people. And I guess there's a point in your business where you feel like you're just chasing things down Mm -hmm. and there's a huge learning curve and it's such a headache. And I'm finally at that point where I can slow my roll and repeat some of the things that I've done. I know what works. I know what I can lean into. So I'm really excited to see that unfold. I absolutely love that because I think me five years ago would hear like, you're excited to do like something in your business and system because I was working in someone else's business and mm-hmm. I wasn't passionate about it. And be like, that's what you're most excited for in life. But then segueing and transitioning into entrepreneurship and again, building your own ladder, building something that feels good to you and you're passionate about. Like I'm pumped about the same things. Like I'm excited to stay up later, wake up early and work on projects and building 
businesses and different things like because it's exciting and it's and like you're passionate about so congratulations there that is amazing I love that answer just following anything that you want to do you know Mm -hmm. I'm I'm never gonna be I'm never gonna come in Monday morning and have a folder on my desk saying this is the project that we're supposed to be working on this week I know you hate it but you got to do it never yep yep lean into what feels good when you do that Mm -hmm. like the world opens up to you and you just keep following that gut, that intuition, that that good feeling. And not to say everything is going to be easy and, you know, roses and daisies and all good happiness. Like there's still the hard, but it's worth it. And it's, you realize that and you realize, wow, the hard is a part of the process and the journey. And it like makes it just so beautiful when I step back and look at it because it wouldn't be as fun if it was just easy and free flowing the whole time. So Oh yeah. my gosh, so but much value being able to Being able to just do what lights you up. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to do things that don't light me up anymore. And that's pretty cool that. to be able to say. Well, thank you so much for spending time with me and getting magnetic, Harley. And so much value add around showing up online, building community, stepping into entrepreneurship, stepping into something you're passionate about. I have a question for you. If people want to connect with you more, where, where do we find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram. My username is Harley Jordan with two Y's and two N's. So H-A-R-L-E-Y-Y-J-O-R-D-A-N-N. And you'll find all of my free content on my page from Reels to Reels tips to transition tutorials to editing hacks, engagement hacks, all everything under the sun. Um, but you'll also find my website where you can book, uh, one-on-one consultations. I have a guide out about the foundational, uh, elements that you need to grow your social media, as well as a course launching soon in October. So head over there, give me a follow and let's connect. I love it. I'm so excited for that. I will link Harley's website and Instagram in the show notes. And I, I mean, I'll tell you guys why I follow her. She literally gives like free tutorials, tangible tips, how to trend, how to do reels, how to do video, how to do different things and like how to make it really fun and really cool. And she does a great job like lip walking the walk and helping you walk the walk, which is amazing. So super excited for that. Okay. Final question before we sign off, I'm going to hit you with this one surprise question. (laughs) What does getting magnetic mean to you? To me, that means letting your weird flag fly and being okay with it. Starting to put out that energy that really feels like you, that's uncensored to what society says is right, what society says is proper, and really just being you. Mm, I love that answer. Let your freak flag fly. That's what Sandy would say. There's really (laughs) nothing easier than just being you and who you are. It is honestly Mm. effortless. It's hard to be someone else. It's so easy to be you. So with that said, that I think that's a wrap, Getting Magnetic, be you. And thank you, Harley, for spending time with us and look forward to connecting moving forward. So if you're anything like me, you may get to a point in your business where you feel like you need some one-on-one coaching, you need some accountability, maybe you're ready to level up in your business and you're really hard on yourself and you feel like you need someone outside of you to help hold you accountable, to help you see those blind spots, to help you do that deep inner work and figure out like, what are those limiting beliefs? What is holding you back? And just to help you overall blossom and become a better version of you. 
So a few months ago, I actually hired Kayla Kraft with Mommy Millionaire. I've been working with her and she has an incredible program called the Millionaire S Society. So if you're an entrepreneurial mom who needs a high-level coach to finally break through without paying the high-level fees, this could be a program for you. So because you guys are loyal listeners of our podcast, Mommy Millionaire is offering you a 25% off discount on your first month of the Millionaire S Society. So head over to mommymillionaire.co slash critides, C-R-I-T-I-D-E-S, that's mine and Wade's last name, to sign up and take advantage of this amazing offer. Trust me, you're going to be thrilled that you did this. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. Magnetic.